from the birthplace of radio's greatest era, live from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Wait, who? Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. Huh? The big dog, Kevin McCullough. Who? Kevin McCullough. Uh, no, who? Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. Who? Kevin McCullough? Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. What? And CEO of Extreme Media. Oh. All right, uh, if you're just joining us uh, here at the start of hour number two, thank you for being with us for Radio Night Live. A lot to get to. It is the Ladies' Lounge, and uh, so tonight, uh, Amber Shauna Williams from The Chosen will be our uh, featured uh, Ladies' Lounge uh, guest. Uh, Amber in the third season that's coming out uh, here next week. And uh, again, I'll be at the red carpet in Atlanta uh, this coming week to uh, view that uh, that event and to um, observe people's responses to it. I hope that you enjoyed Dallas Jenkins in the first hour. Uh, I, I've I, I knew tacitly of the chosen. I had not gone all the way into watching it, but I introduced it to my kids this last week, and they are they are uh, they're in. So uh, we we are going to watch all three seasons, uh, and I hope that uh, that it, getting behind the scenes tonight is a little bit helpful in that regard as well. But I want to say thank you to those of you that are helping us at eight 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 three four two ten ten eight 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 three four two ten ten. I have uh, long told the story that I never expected to have the kind of platform and opportunity that uh, this show and my daily syndicated show and my radio station shows in uh, New York and the opportunity to be part of the Salem News Channel and Biz Television Network, I never expected any of that to come along. And when it did and continues to, um, I feel deeply, deeply grateful for that opportunity to talk with you about the most important things of the day, the biggest issues, the biggest stories, um, to get information out in time for elections, to do to do the things that, that I do here. And I've been very blessed in all of that. And so I made, I'm, I'm an evangelical Christian, and I just made a pact with God a long time ago. Um, you've given me this incredible opportunity. I'm going to use it to do good back for you. So the way we've done that the last, I don't know, five, six Christmases is uh, we've invited uh, CSI to come and to talk to us about liberating slaves. We started this year with a goal of 192. Um, we have uh, less than 70 to go because of your generosity and we need your help. In this, in this uh, hour, we have the opportunity to double the number of slaves that you help liberate uh, than, than what's given because of people that have stepped up and said, hey, I want to be I want to be an inspiration. I want to challenge other people to do it. They, they, they want to match what you're doing. So having said that, uh, 888-342-1010, that's the backdrop for why uh, I take time out of my very valuable program time to tell you about this. Uh, I can't believe that human slavery is still allowed to exist on planet Earth, but it is. And until we get all of the slaves out of South, uh, out of North Sudan, and back home, uh, I feel like that there's a there's a purpose in doing this. So, and I, and I want to I want to give you some update. So, um, Nick, you can put these on the screen. But I've got some pictures here from uh, this this last uh, liberation that just went down. 
Um, And these are on the uh, CSI Instagram uh, page. You can go there as well. But um, Nick will scroll through some of these. You you see these cheerful faces. Uh, This woman being given her bag of hope and uh, the the joy and and the blessing that it is to her. Um, there's um, a picture there of them doling out the food and the seed for the for the bags that are going out. This is all from just this summer. Some of the people that you and I help liberate. Some of the 192 that we've already taken care of. These these are some of the ones that uh, are there. The bags of hope. The moms with the kids. And I was speaking with uh, Rob Davis. He's going to be back in this hour. But the the idea that these slaves would have to leave their children behind in order to be liberated. Oftentimes when they were forced to have these children by the slave masters anyway, um, but they, their moms, they, they, they miss those babies. Uh, this year we are actually having some success in liberating the babies as well. So I'm hopeful that what you'll do by being generous tonight is um, bring some of those children home as well. And of those 75 that we have left, some of the kids, we have the potential to liberate those as well. It's $250. $250 does everything to bring one slave home. Um, it gives them all the food that they need for the first year. It gives them all the seed that they need for the year after that. It gives them a baby, uh, a baby she-goat. Uh, they can create milk and cheese. They can grow uh, other goats and have like a little micro-enterprise business for themselves. Uh, it gives them the, uh, the utensils to cook and to clean and to fish and to do those types of things to garden with um, it, that's all included in the bag of hope along with uh, some some tarps and blankets and other things that they'll need as protection from weather and so forth it is the most generous thing they've ever received in their life they, they literally weep or or shriek with joy when it is handed to them because these people have the, the, the women that are being liberated have, sometimes they don't even own the clothes that, that they're wearing Sometimes those were just throw-offs from the slave master's wife, and um, you know they barely had any wear in them left, but they were nicer than what the slave had, so that's that's what she got. But that's literally the extent of their physical possessions. So this bag, I just want you to, to imagine having nothing, having literally nothing, and then being given everything in this bag, which is really two or three bags, uh, to start your life over again and to have everything that you need. It's the most incredible thing. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010. And then, uh, Nick, I, I want to I show them the picture of the reunion. When, when these women come home, some of them left as little girls, some of them left um, when they were you know, in their early uh, stages of life. They've been gone for 10, 15, 20 years in a lot of their cases. And so they don't know if they have relatives. They don't know if their village is still around. They, they're, they're getting, getting back to Sudan is joyous. They get a recovery time at the camp. They, they get mental uh, counseling. They get medical care. They get, you know, they get some. They get fed some food. They get healthy. They, they get them, and then they, they get the bags of hope, and then they get them to where they need to go. But when they arrive, the celebration, the joy, the hugs, the the incredible nature of that homecoming. It's like the prodigal son. Everything you read in the Bible about the prodigal son and when he returns and the father wants to throw the party, that's, that's what this is. They throw the biggest celebration because the one that they thought was lost has come home. And the, the, the church, the village, everybody that's there, they all have this incredible uh, celebration and welcome 
for the slave that returns. So we've got we've got 75 that we need to we need to help uh, before the end of the year. And I'm starting to get worried about the amount of time that we have left because we need to do basically, uh, you know, a, a couple of slaves a day if we're going to get there by Christmas. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. S- many of you have given uh, in years past and you wait until this time of year to, to make your gift as kind of a Christmas present for the uh, liberated slave. That's a wonderful idea because this will be a Christmas homecoming. This will be a gift that they would not get otherwise. What a wonderful way to teach your family about what real gift giving means this holiday season. As a family, decide we're going to liberate a slave. Uh, 888-342-1010. You can also go online to bringherhome.org. Bring her, the slave, home. Bringherhome.org. Bringherhome.org. But would you would you take the time right now to uh, say, okay, this holiday season, we're going to give thanks and we're going to be grateful and we're going to give gifts, but we're going to give gifts. We're going to give one more gift, and that is the gift of freedom and homecoming and celebration and joy to a woman who has known nothing but hardness, uh, hardship, uh, and just a, you know, a God-forsaken life. And many times they, they feel like God's forgotten about them. This, these liberations re, re, reignite their faith in many ways. Uh, some of them praying daily, nightly, every night, God, please, 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 um, for years. And they're not allowed to pray. They're forced to become Muslims when they when they are taken into the households. Uh, they are forced to mutilate their genitals. They're forced to go through any number of things that the slave master, in order for them to be, quote, a good Muslim woman, they, they have to conform in this way. And it is, it's horrific. But to the good, to the positive of that, the joy from the liberation is equally intense. So um, we have a great opportunity tonight. I need every single one of you that can to pick up the phone and call 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, or just simply on your phone, your online device, just go to bringherhome.org, 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 or 888-342-1010. Um, we've got more coverage of the chosen tonight uh, coming up in the ladies' lounge, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna try to rescue some of these women. So please help us this hour eight 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 three four two ten ten triple eight three four two ten ten or bringherhome.org. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Kevin McCullough, glad to welcome you back. It is always uh, a pleasure to speak about what is on the table right now. Uh, Just in front of us is a very important conversation with our very good friend Rob Davis at Christian Solidarity International. And Rob, we've got some great news. Uh, All year long, we have been telling people about the 192 specific names and people that we had the opportunity to help through our show this year and those that have given thus far contributed to something kind of miraculous that happened just a couple of uh, weeks ago or a few days ago i don't even know how long ago it was but i know it was in the near recent past uh tell us what it was yeah at the end of september uh, as we do five times a year we were able to free um 300 slaves 
Wow. And uh, as, as you said, Kevin, we have uh, we've been working with you for I don't know how many years now. Longer than I'd like to remember. Let's put it that way. <laughs> We're both old. But, uh, you know, we, we uh, this year so far, we've freed uh, somewhere in the vicinity of what is 122 or so yeah. um, slaves. And we've got uh, the names of 77 more to go. Um, but the exciting thing is, and I don't think in, in our many years of history we've ever had a situation like this before, um, we're actually aware to some extent of the fact that literally in days um, we're going to be freeing another 300 slaves. Now, for obvious reasons, safety, security, uh, you know, the jeopardy of the entire operation, uh, we're not ever apprised of exactly what the day is. Uh, but we know that, you know, we, we could go to sleep and find out in the next few days that it all happened. Yeah. Uh, but we've got an opportunity and an urgent need uh, to try and get as many of those 77 uh, slaves accounted for financially as we possibly can. Well, and, and here's what he means, friends. And it's very simple. Um, it's one thing to have the liberation happen. The, the liberation is very it's, it costs almost nothing when you think about it. It's an injection for a. Uh, a cattle uh, uh, crew or whatever that uh, that needs to occur, and that thing is less than you know if you go get your shots with your kids at the at the doctor before school. Um, the, the the real cost for the liberation to be done well is to provide the bag of hope, and the overwhelming portion of your gift, the two hundred fifty dollars that you send, does all of the following. It packs that bag full. It adds other things that won't fit into the bag next to it. And then it gives a little leash with a little goat uh, attached to that. So just picture this this mound of gifts that this former slave receives, whether it be tarps to help protect them from weather, uh, sleeping blankets, things like that, uh, things that uh, they'll, they'll need in terms of utensils to garden, to uh, fish, to eat with, uh, to prepare their food. There's a little packet of those in there. I believe in some instances there's a Bible that's included. I think in other instances there are things that are used to um, you know, depending on the where they need to go and whatever, it's kind of custom to that person. But the the basic bag of hope includes all of those things, plus uh, a year's worth of grain, a sorghum grain is what they prepare there. And many of these slaves have become very expert in preparing it because they've been forced to prepare it for their master's households in northern Sudan. So they already know how to use it well. And then there's another bag, another big bag of seed that will help them uh, plant a, a future year's worth of sorghum that they can then benefit from by having it to, so they've, they've got immediate food they've got future food and then the she goat it's like their little uh, engine that can uh, they can use it to make milk and cheese they can use it to have other uh, goats and sell them it's like a little micro enterprise for them and rob this is the thing that blows me away I try to put myself in the in the footsteps of one of these women, and that's even unfair to say because I could never imagine the torture and the uh, the sexual assault and the abuse, the verbal abuse, the things that they call these women that we can't even translate into English because it's so vulgar and so vile, and yet that's what they're just inundated with day in and day out. Their Christian name is taken from them. They're given a Muslim name. They're told in order to be a good Muslim woman, you have to go circumcise your own uh, sensory organ in your sexual function and you have to cut that out of your very skin. There's all these things that they have endured to get to this point and they've never had anything of their own. And then when they come, when they make it to the recovery camp at the border of the two Sudans and the CSI personnel are giving them the medical attention and the counseling help and all the rest, they give them 
the bag of hope, which is all the things that we just said. They've never seen that many material goods for themselves. I mean, they don't sometimes own more than one change of clothing. Whatever they're wearing is basically whatever they have. And here's everything to start their life over. And I just can't imagine what happens in their heart. It, I mean, it must just explode in the best of ways in terms of gratitude and, and thankfulness. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we've, we've talked with other uh, CSI employees over the years, Kevin, you remember about the celebrations uh, that ensue when these women are, are brought back and freed and brought to their villages. Um, I mean, imagine as we as we've said in other segments that we've done together over the years, uh, many of these women, largely women and children uh, that are being freed. Uh, there are men as well, but but the majority are women and children, um, uh, you know, have been enslaved for uh, well over 20 years, yeah. in some cases 30. Um, so again, imagine being being fed the scraps off the table of your Arab master. Uh, as you said, having having little to no clothing other than, uh, you know, what you had on your back when you were captured. And then over the years, you know, the master will give you uh, some of one of his wives uh, leftover dresses when she's done with it. And it's, uh, you know, barely wearable then, but it'll it'll at least do for you. Yeah. Uh, imagine the attention that these women receive and the uh, I mean, the, the very hope that they're given by the fact that they weren't sure whether they'd be freed or not. Many of the uh, the testimonies we read of these people who were able to free have said, you know, I've been praying for years and years and years that God would somehow rescue me. Um, but, I, you know, I guess at some point after you've been praying that for 20 years, um, if you're still praying it, I mean, I, I, I applaud them because in some cases, I don't know, when would you and I give up? How many, how many, how many weeks would it take before we would throw in the towel? Sometimes these women have been praying for decades and finally God answers their prayers. Uh, so I, I can't even, like you said, we, we can try and imagine, but I can't even put myself in their shoes and begin to understand what this must be like. And friends, that's what we want to, that's what we want you to help capture in your imagination, the impossibility of the level of goodness and thankfulness that is felt when they, when they realize that your gift was turned into their entire life being given back to them and in a way that they've never even dreamed would be possible. That's why I'm, I love using this platform and this show and this microphone to tell you about it and then to encourage you to jump on board. And it's not something that I'm asking you to do that I haven't done. My family gives to CSI every single month. In fact, by God's grace and only by his goodness, we have for the last couple of years been able to give uh, enough each month to liberate one slave per month. I'm, I'm not asking you to take that challenge, but if you would like to, I would love for you to join us in the 12 by 12, 12 slaves in 12 months challenge, 250 a month, and you can do it on your credit card. Uh, it's very simple to set up. Uh, but if that is not uh, doable for you or your family, would you consider at least liberating one? Um, $250 one-time gift will set, uh, set a slave free and give them everything that we just described to you. Everything in the bag of hope, everything in the two bags next to it, everything, including that goat that uh, follows along, you know, behind them as they, as they make their way. Uh, 888-342-1010 is the number, 888-342-1010 or bringherhome.org. Now there's an urgency why we need you to do it tonight. And we can't tell you all the details because if we do, we'll, we'll jeopardize the safety and security of the mission. But there's another liberation that is planned for the very near immediate future. 
We want to give all 192 of those women uh, the freedom that they had been praying for. Uh, and we are 77 away from fulfilling that. So would you help us? 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, or bringherhome.org. Back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. We continue our very special um, uh, programming uh, surrounding the film, or not the film, the show, the series called The Chosen, season three, debuting this fall and only in theaters uh, to get the first couple of episodes and then the rest will be delivered uh, via the normal channels. But we are pleased to have had uh, conversations with so many of the cast so far and interested in getting to know our next guest who plays the character Tamar. Amber Shauna Williams, welcome. Good to have you. Uh, hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited. Uh, talk to me about how you got the opportunity to first be introduced to The Chosen and what you thought when they first told you what the subject matter was going to be. Absolutely. So um, like most of the actors, we often receive our first kind of contact or information about a show through an audition request from our agent. So she sent me, my agent sent me something at the time and um, actually, I uh, first auditioned for the role of Fatina, which was the name of the woman at the well. And I was like, this is really good. This is, this is a great emotional scene. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was an amazing way to close out season one. And um, I auditioned for that. Uh, but before, I normally kind of watch five or ten minutes of the show to get the mood of the tone of it, to kind of check it out. And I went to see the, uh, it was still Pay It Forward. I went to go watch the first uh, episode. And I ended up clearing out all of the first four episodes that were out at that time. And I was like, this is good. I really want to be on here because I didn't really know that it was faith-based when I initially auditioned. And then when I found out, it was kind of like, okay. Um, because, you know, there's just kind of a standard that we've come to expect when it comes to kind of faith-based media and uh, excuse me, uh, film and television. And um, I realized the quality of this was just different. The way the story was being told was different. It was something that I really wanted to be a part of. So I flew my own self out, paid around the hotel just to be a part of that first episode. So um, talk to me about your character. What do you like about playing Tamar? What do you? What do you? What have you learned about yourself in examining this uh, this person that you're portraying on screen? Right. So I play Tamar um, on The Chosen. She is also known as the Ethiopian woman who um, was first introduced in episode six, uh, Indescribable Compassion. She is the friend of the paralytic who Jesus performs his first uh, public miracle on. And when I when I got that second audition, which was for Tamar, and I got news that I booked it, I was really excited because one thing I immediately noticed was like how incredible the writing was. And um, it allows you to re relate to a character in a way that that you don't often get the privilege of doing. Mm -hmm. And I think what you'll find, and uh, I don't know if I echo the sentiments of my other actors, but, but I believe I um, back, uh, um, of the of the of the other of the other actors. But um, there's kind of like a, a a cross trade, a mix of. Um, how much she's affected me and then how much of myself that I put into the character. And um, she has inspired me greatly, especially when it comes to faith, which we we know that famous line from episode six is, your faith is beautiful. And I, and I ask myself, is my faith beautiful? Hmm. <laughs> and so she's really taught me how to rely on that a lot more. And that's been a blessing because it kind of allows me to release that 
burden of anxiety and stress that I often carry willingly on myself. Many of us do daily. And um, it was really beautiful because that first day on set, that was the scene that I filmed, which is like extremely emotional. <laughs> um, but it was such a professional um, crew. Jonathan was amazing. He kind of pulled me off to the side and like really connected to me. Um, I, I thought his accent was actually Jesus the accent that he uses for Jesus because he didn't turn it off. Um, <laughs> and he was, I was like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful, his accent. That's cool. That's um, cool. If, you're, if you were uh, to talk to someone that had no frame of reference about Jesus or the story of his life, why would you encourage them to watch The Chosen? As I said before, The Chosen is really just good storytelling. It's great cinematic quality. It's a show that anyone can can enjoy, whether or not you are a believer um, or you're of, of another faith. It's just a, amazing storytelling, writing, and my my acting, um, gosh, what, what would I call it? My, my castmates. Why is that word of uh, avoiding, avoiding me? Um, my castmates are phenomenal. When I first saw them in the first episodes, I was like, this is Oscar-worthy performances. So just for the sake of great storytelling and a good show, I could just share the show that way. And 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 I think it would still get the same um, admiration and traction and love that it's getting from the fans now who are um, of all creeds and race and religion as it is. Well, the season three hits theaters in just days. Uh, we have heard from uh, Dallas Jenkins. We're going to hear from more of the cast. Stay with us uh, right here on uh, Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough for more of The Chosen. But Amber Williams, thank you for spending some time with us. Thanks for having me. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. And now back to Radio Night Live once again, Kevin McCullough. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough, I hope you enjoyed uh, the conversation with Amber. It, it shows in season three just looks like it's going to be fantastic. And uh, I hope that uh, you, in fact, do get to enjoy that. Uh, this fall. Uh, the other thing that I hope that we get to enjoy is a report that says we got all of the names that were on the list for CSI this year uh, cared for. And in the final uh, just 15 minutes here of the show, I, I just I can't express to you strongly enough how important it is that we rescue these women. Um, these are women who have endured things that you cannot even fathom. The, the, the stuff that they have gone through, you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy's daughter, much less your own. And the fact that they have endured and survived and gotten to the other side, I really do think um, just merits us asking ourselves the question, what can we do for them? If you're just joining me, what I'm talking about is our um, effort each year to do something good here at the end of the year on Kevin McCullough Radio and Radio Night Live. Uh, and on this particular uh, year, we are attempting to rescue slaves, human slaves, uh, women that are still in slavery, women that have been oppressed, women that have um, been told by the slave masters that took them as slaves as rewards of war, that they have to mutilate their genitals, that they 
have to be ritually raped by the slave master, by the slave master's sons. Sometimes they share the woman um, in, in ways that are so heinous. And I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can really put yourself in that position, but what if this was your mother or daughter or niece or aunt or whoever, it's a, someone that's important to you? How, how far would you go? You, you would spend a lot more than $250 to save their life, I'll guarantee you. If it was, if it was your wife or fiance, you would, you would overturn every stone, you, you would remove every uh, object that was in the way, you'd get there. You'd spend ho however much it was necessary to rescue them. Uh, these women have had no one step forward for them. And when, and when I say it's $250 to save their life, uh, that's exactly what it is. And I, I don't want to make a big deal about this. I, I don't say this as a point of pride, but I do say it as a point of awareness. Uh, the McCullough children became so, during pandemic, became so moved by hearing me advocate for the women that are enslaved in Northern Sudan that they begged me, dad, can we please rescue um, slaves? I said, well, we already are. And they said, but we need to do more. And so our family has made adjustments. We, we set money aside so that each month we can rescue a slave. And I'm not asking, I, well, I'd love for people to join me in that 12, 12 uh, slaves uh, per family uh, in 12 months. If you want to join that club, I, I will write you a personal thank you note. And in fact, um, if, if you're willing to do that, uh, we might even consider uh, something else as a, as a nice thank you. But we, we, we need right now six people to do that to get to our goal. So if we had six people that said, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll free a slave every month for the next year, we, we would get there. 72, we're, we're right at 70 right now. But if we, um, but if we just had 70 people say, I can, I can do this one time. I can say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll raise my hand, be counted. I'll liberate a slave. And if you have to do it over months, that's okay. They'll, they'll do that. $25 a month for 10 months. Doesn't even take a full year. Uh, $125 a month for two months. You could do it for November, December and still liberate someone before the end of the year. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Uh, could I have 12 people take the two month challenge right now? <laughs> we would, uh, we would, we would free, uh, 12 more slaves and that could match, um, what the McCullough family will do this year. Um, we also have a match that's on for tonight, and I've given another gift tonight simply because I want it to go towards the match. But if you give a gift tonight, we have uh, some very special friends that are matching every slave that we have, slave for slave. Uh, but you have to do it in the next 15 minutes. 888-342-1010 is the number, 888-342-1010, or bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org bringherhome.org you can just do it online it takes less than two minutes and if you're getting a busy signal or something else like that on the phone line tonight then please go to the website bringherhome.org 250 dollars one time liberates a slave if you um, need to do it over a period of months you can do that on the uh, on, on the site as well just break it up and tell them how many how many payments you want to do it through but more than anything what i hope i can impress upon you is that these women have lost all hope. They've lost, they never had much by material possessions. And when their liberation comes, when they are set free, the joy that they have 
the joy that they have and the gratitude that they feel is equal, if not greater, than the suffering that they have endured over the last 15 years. And I, I, I just think that's one of the best things we can possibly, what else could we do that could mean more to someone this Christmas season? Uh, you you want to liberate someone, give them the gift of that and just watch their face explode with smiles. Uh, hear them in broken English ex explain how grateful they are and how much they want to make sure we go back and get every last one. Some of them still have children that are in captivity. We're working on getting them liberated. This year will be the first year, by the way, that we've been able to liberate some of the children of some of the women that we have previously liberated. And some of you did liberate some this year. We started with 192 names in February, and in July, we executed a, a big uh, liberation. There were more than 300 that were freed at that time. Uh, we are hoping to pull another one within days, literally. Uh, we can't tell you the exact time, but between here and the end of the year, we hope to affect at least one more liberation. Um, but if, if, if we get them cared for tonight, if we, if we have them crossed off the list tonight, they will come home this year. So can you go to the phone and make that call right now? 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Get your gift matched. Uh, bringherhome.org. Bringherhome.org. We're going back to the music spotlight in the next segment. Um, don't delay. Go make the call right now and then enjoy uh, Phil Wickham as he close out, closes out Radio Night Live tonight. I'm Kevin McCullough. So grateful for you being here. Bringherhome.org. Bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Please go and make the call right now. 888-342-1010 and get your gift matched. Bringherhome.org. 888-342-1010. again from new york here's radio night live and kevin mccullough ladies and gentlemen from the very set of the chosen here's phil wickham and joyful joyful joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her Oh 